Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're live here, episode 14 of Survival of the Fitted. You're chilling here, listening to your boy, Intern Joe, AKA the ultimate man with 10 A's, the most A's in man history. You'll get that joke later when we do the interview. But I'm also mm-hmm. chilling here, my man, Ian Pierno, fresh off of Fashion Week. Do you want to talk to us about New York Fashion Week, man? Yeah, you know, no biggie. Went to my first Fashion Week. Um, came in as a big New York hater, big LA homer. Mm. Had like one of the best fucking weeks ever. It was like New York's energy. And I'm not even talking about the Fashion Week stuff, but like you're from California. You, everyone's always kind of put together. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like everyone's got sneakers, whatever. New York, everyone looks like shit. Mm. Like their hair, makeup, clothes, like everyone looks like shit. But it's so sexy. How like, so? No, Cause like, you know, like when you don't care, like that's hot. You know what I mean? And people in New York do not care. Yeah, my um, ex-girlfriend didn't care about me. I didn't think that was too hot, but I feel like I understand what you're talking about. She must have been a New Yorker, not yeah. not an Angelino. Um, did meet Shay Jealous Alexander. Oh yeah, talk to us about talk to us about the Dope Soul pop up. It was cool. So Dope Soul was is Kelly Oubre's brand. Gear was dope. Kelly Oubre, by the way, nicest basketball player I've ever met. And I've met like a good amount of basketball, but nicest basketball player ever. Subtle he flash. like, okay. He leans over. Well, you know, I'm a year older than you. I have a little more experience. Okay. He le- he leans over. He goes, oh, you league fits? I was like, yeah. And he was like, I can tell. And he, he, he touches my cardigan and pulls it like this. He goes, I'd expect nothing less. Yes. I heard it. You texted me. I was like, man, that sounds like something Kelly would. Kelly would say bro my heart my heart melt I'm not gonna lie like I'm not too cool for a little validation from Kelly Oubre it was pretty it was pretty cool and then you know talk to SGA about like the all drip teams and stuff like that it was all love he was he was cool too Fashion Week was awesome man with the second team selection did did he talk about that at all yeah we did talk about it I don't really think he fucking cared dude yeah Get off my back, guys. I just want to see. I got like 14 yeah. DMs talking about SGA should be on the first team. Get off yeah. my back, man. I didn't even do the teams, man. If you guys are real OG Survival of the Fitted listeners, you would know that Joe has absolutely no input on anything League Fits mm-hmm. related. You would know the hashtag Free Joe movement from week one, but you don't. And since you're uncultured during my DMs, get off my back, man. Damn. Just want to throw that out there. Let me just talk my talk <laughs> a little bit. Damn. Did you have any starstruck yeah. moments? I was going to ask that. Um, I seen Winnie Harlow on your story. I was like, that's pretty insane. That was cool. I don't know about Starstruck because I mean, we live in California, so that's just how it is. No, stop it. But going, that was my first. The thing when you saw Winnie on the story, that was at the Moschino show, Mm -hmm. which is my first like runway show I've ever been to. Um, shout out to Juliana from Moschino that hooked it up. Um, And that was like not starstruck by any one person, but like starstruck by the environment. Like for sure. It was definitely like, yo, like fuck, I'm, I'm from North Carolina, like at like a runway show in Bryant park right now. And it was really, I mean, it was awesome. All the stuff they showed was like women's couture stuff that would never end up, end up on league foots most likely, Mm -hmm. but it was still just like, I was definitely starstruck by the moment. For sure. Like, I'm not too cool to admit that. I was like, holy shit, I want to do this for the rest of my life. Yeah, I hear you on that. 
Well, yeah. Maybe next year we can both get an invite to Fashion Week, Survival of the Fitted co hosts. And yeah, that'd be amazing. Yeah, let's get it. Um, As you guys probably know, JJ Reddick is our guest this week, the most anticipated guest in League Fit's history. We're going to talk about him about being the ultimate man. We're going to talk about Legos. We have a crate we end on a crazy heart to heart mm-hmm. um and uh and then at the end we're gonna have a mailbag we're gonna talk about met gala so tap in the right outfit can bring out something special in us and with indochino creating your best look yeah it could be more affordable than you think one time i wore this illustrious outfit i got fitted for a tux for prom i didn't have a prom date so I just wore the prom suit around my house and ate candy the whole night and cried watching TV. But I'll tell you, man, wearing the right outfit makes me feel like a king. It's kind of like today, you know, shooting an interview with JJ Reddick. Me and Ian wanted to come correct. We knew putting on the right clothes could make us feel right, too. So do on the collared shirt vibes and we feel amazing. So I visited the Indochino website and the whole experience was almost like having an in-person tailor. The website was super clean. I got to put in all of my measurements. I got, you know, some sick Gino sent straight to the crib and I've never had anything fit me as perfectly. And the best part is Indochino suits start at $3.99 with all the customizations included. Also, every piece is made to your exact measurements and you can customize every single detail. It's amazing. Indochino is now open at select Nordstrom stores, giving you even more ways to get great fitting, personalized clothing. Find your nearest location at Indochino.com. Right now, you can get $50 off any purchase of $3.99 or more by using the code FITTED at checkout. That's $50 off a purchase of $3.99 or more at I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com, promo code FITTED. All right, ladies and gentlemen, episode 14 of Survival of the Fitted. We're here with the highly anticipated guest of the century, JJ Reddick. How's it going, my guy? What's up, y'all? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I just got done with Pilates, uh, took my workout shirt off and put a hoodie on just so I I look somewhat presentable. Um, But I'm doing good. I feel like I should have some shades i'm looking around my desk to see if i have shades anywhere <laughs> yeah we got we got we got the swag going we got the collar shirt with the shades swag we got the mm-hmm. men's crew you know what i'm saying we're trying to get it going jj reddick i love it i love it i think joe actually laid out his outfit like you know like first day of school you like lay out your outfit on like your bed the night before i think that's what joe did for this podcast i can either joe, joe explain the fan explain the fandom i don't it's not it's not really even to like gas myself up but just like i just want to know the fandom like where this comes from what's the right, origin so this, of this? this stems this stems from a, from a story it was a basketball camp santa barbara sophomore year of high school we're playing 2k tournament in the dorm getting ready for the game i'm playing with the orlando magic my homie's playing with the miami heat this is when lebron was playing on the heat so i don't remember what happens it's like a long rebound or something like that jj's in the open court virtually in the open court and he ends up dunking on LeBron James for the whole oh weekend. God. The whole weekend, the inside oh joke God. was like JJ Reddick. We're watching other players play. Oh, she's like JJ Reddick. Since then, it's been like JJ Reddick fan club. That's where I'm at with it. There's so that's, cl- that's- there was clearly a glitch in the game that you had. That, that's a glitch in the game because I have one career dunk, and JJ it's definitely, definitely not play. on somebody. I used to dunk on people in high school, though. I used to dunk on people in high school. Same. Ian, did you dunk on people in high school too? Or is it just me and JJ thing? Um, 
I, I actually did used to dunk in high school and I caught one body uh, and it was, he was like five, four. It was in a lifetime fitness in Raleigh, North Carolina. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I traveled, I picked the ball up at the three point line. I took like 12 steps because that's the only way I could get high enough. Um, but yes, once, and nobody's going to believe that. The honest swag before Giannis. I feel it. All right. So <laughs> I want to get into this first topic here. This is from a previous guest on the show, Frank Jackson. Is it true that J.J. Reddick, and I'm sorry if I'm butchering this, is the ultimate man? Oh. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about with that. Can we, can we talk about that one? Yeah. That, so Frank and Jackson Hayes, we were in uh, Milwaukee my first year in New Orleans. And we stayed. There's a Kimpton Hotel there called the Journeyman Hotel. And these motherfuckers come to shoot around the next day and they just are calling everybody man. So I don't know what they were doing the night before. And somehow, you know, this journeyman thing became like the, I, I became the ultimate sort of journeyman, you know what I mean? And then it became shortened to just like the ultimate man. And like you, there's certain I don't think there's like set requirements to be a man mm -hmm. in their eyes. But I certainly felt uh, fit into some criteria that I, I feel like they had for, for what a, a man is. You know what I mean? What's the difference between a man and a man? <laughs> it's just the ethos. It's the vibe. It's just like a don't give a fuck attitude. Um, maybe you dabble in a few things just to have a good time. Um, definitely have, have to have a little bit of swag, just a little bit. Um, so just like that whole combination. And like, you know, if, it's, if you're a tryhard, you can't be a man. Like you gotta really just be like true to yourself, and I feel like, you know, Frank certainly fits that criteria. Jackson does as well. How many letters are in the word "man"? Like, how many A's are we talking about here? Depends on who's saying it. Hmm. I'm. I probably there's probably four letters if I'm saying it. With Jackson, there's probably seven or eight, and with Frank, there's probably nine. Yeah. So you earn your drawn letters, out. like you earn your A's No, it's just like how I say it. It's just more how I say it. Like they really draw it out. I mean, they really enunciate those A's. They really, they go after it. Okay. See, I was thinking like each A in man was like, you know how like the Buckeye football team has like little oh, stickers yeah. on the helmet when you mm. get yes. for doing good shit. I thought yeah. that's what each A for was a man. No, I was just um, how I say it. It's how I say it. Here's a question though. I <laughs> think. Because I, I, I saw some of the video clips uh, that you guys mm -hmm. put up on Instagram mm -hmm. from, from that episode, and I watched them. But wh when did you guys, how did, how did this come up in conversation with Frank Jackson? How did it come up in conversation? Oh, you know what? We were oh. talking about mm -hmm. top five best dressed Duke players, right? Mm. Yeah. That's what it was. And then I was okay. like, JJ has to be number one. And then he was like, right. for sure, 100%. And, and he agreed. Oh. He agreed. Yeah. That's what, that's what you know. You got the peers approval and then he was like oh yeah when you guys do like an episode with jj tell him about that and uh, now we're like talking it. about it yeah yeah so, so frank frank knows this but like i'll i i've done this for years like i have like a specific routine um when i get to the arena and generally speaking i have about 10 to 15 minutes of downtime and i don't like to just feel bored so i gotta i'm kind of like antsy or whatever so i got into this habit years ago of i would go in everybody's locker and if somebody had a nice fit, even if it wasn't my size, I would try it on. And then I would I would walk around the locker room. I'd go into the training room and I'd just see if anybody would say anything. And so, like, as my career progressed, like the fits became more and more outlandish. Mm -hmm. 
And so I got to have a lot of fun with that. And then I got on the Pelicans and between Frank and Na and Jackson and BI, like there's a lot of dudes on that team that, that really dress well. So mm-hmm. I, I tried on some crazy shit that first year in, in New Orleans. I just walked through the locker room or whatever and put it on. So I always had a good what's time the, with Frank's fit. What's the first one that comes to mind? Craziest one. Um, I don't remember specifically. It was definitely a, a jacket that Jackson Hayes has had had on. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's big. Yeah, and he's big. And then Bi would, you know, Bi is like the king of the puffer coats, and he mm. he he's like he's like six ten or whatever, however tall he is, and he wears them a little oversized on him. So when I would put them on, like I'm t- like they're like triple XL, double XL, whatever. They're just they swallowed me. Um, but so I like I like the puffer coats from Bi too. Dope, dope. You mm. touched on being at Duke, and we touched on the Duke connection there. I've actually, I'm from the Raleigh-Durham area originally, so I've spent a, a while around there. Why do Duke students dress so poorly, but Duke NBA players dress so great? It's a great question. I mean, I did not dress well when I was at Duke. Mm-hmm. I, I my, Actually, my high school buddy sent me um, a photo that he had taken of me. He was visiting me at college when I was at Duke. And I had on uh, these double cargo shorts and mm-hmm. some Nike Air Max. And like, you know how you used to wear, like, I don't know how old y'all are, but when I was in high school and college, like you would wear two undershirts and then you'd put like a polo on or you'd wear like two undershirts and then you'd wear like an oversized button up, but you didn't know it was oversized. You thought it was that, that was your size. Yeah. And um, so that's like generally how I dress, like really loose fitting clothing. And like now that's back, you know, in vogue. Um, but the shit I was wearing was not. I mean, there's no era where you could say, oh, that, those were good fits when I was at Duke. <laughs> but I remember why... you were talking about Duke too, man. I remember, I remember I when think... I first told Mike about, oh, sorry, first name basis, Coach K. When I first told Coach K about, <laughs> I was like, man, like this guy, JJ, he can shoot better than me. And then ever since then, legend continued. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Man. I don't know why. Because <laughs> like, I think, I think a lot of it is driven by the fact that there's guys like Frank, right? And Frank is a Duke guy, but he kind of got in the NBA and he like, he like forged, you know, his own little path and he, he figured out his own identity. And so much of that now is, is his, his clothing and his fashion and all the, all the side stuff he does with that. And so like now he's like sort of leading that, that reputation. I think that Duke guys dress well, but I like like Kai, I like how Kai dresses. Like Kai dresses well to me. Mm. There's a lot of guys that do. Yeah, he does. Yeah. So, so how familiar are you with? Last night was the Met Gala. So how familiar yeah. are you with the event? So if we give you like a top five Met Gala fits from last night. Oh man, I I only saw a few people. I got to be honest with you. I was on. Yeah. I was watching the Monday Night Football game, and then I saw uh, Kim K's. Uh, outfit and then i saw russ's uh get up you know it was very muted except for the hair of course for him it was very muted i saw pj's i can't I don't even know if i can get to five to be honest with you i don't even know if i can get to five okay let's transform the question if you had an invite last night which you were robbed um or you probably turned it down yeah. what would you have worn uh i did I've not ever been invited to the Met Gal. I would go if somebody if I got invited, I'd go for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the theme last night? It had something to do it with was, like country western or some shit. It was America, like a fashion lexicon was the official theme. Okay. 
I would go, so not necessarily Western, yeah. but just America. Yeah, yeah. I would go with like. I would go. I would lean towards like a Kevin Love style Ralph Lauren fit. So I would go mm-hmm. like over the top. Uh, have you guys been to the Polo Bar in in New York, by any chance? It's like a Ralph <laughs> no, Lauren did... restaurant, but it's like it's, 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 it's like if you went to like a shoot, like for a magazine for Ralph Lauren, mm-hmm. like that's the the core of the Polo Bar. Like okay. plaid and tartan seats and reds and greens. So I like that I would go like as almost like a cowboy, but like dressed in like Ralph Lauren style clothing. That's probably what I would have gone with. That's actually super sick. And now yeah. I know what I want to do on my next trip to New York. <laughs> mm. Oh, Polar Bar. And the, and the food is awesome. The food is awesome. So it's a hard ticket to get, but it's, uh, it's a great spot. You should go. Well, if me and Joe name drop you, we can, we can get a resi, right? I think so. Yeah, actually, you can. Yeah, just, okay, just call and just say you're friends with me. Yeah, man. Ultimate man. JJ it usually works at restaurants in New York. I fucked okay. my friend though. I, I, I mm-hmm. literally, I mentioned on the pod like hit this dude up if you want to go to Lilia, and Lilia is like a really hard to get into restaurant mm-hmm. in Brooklyn. And dude, this mother, this guy got like two thousand uh, DMs on Instagram over the course of the next two weeks. And I mean, oh. and you, you can imagine every sob story. Like I, I've been trying to go for three years. It's my, yeah. it's my mother's 70th birthday. I would love to take her. I mean, he, he did his best. He tried to fit everybody in, but yeah, polo bar. Right. You gotta go. Easy, easy. So a quick question. I meant to hit on this at the beginning, but a few months ago now, when the pod first started, you followed intern Joe on Instagram. How did that come to be? Well, so I okay, first of all, I've been following League Fits since I got on the Pelicans. It was like right after it was a few months after I had gotten back on Instagram because I was off for like two years. Mm-hmm. And I started following League Fits because all my teammates were on there and they were they were, you know, that was my first year where guys were like literally obsessed with their fits. And yeah. so mm-hmm. I've been following League Fits now for two years and I I saw some video you guys put up. Um where he talked about his love for JJ Reddick. And I saw, I was like, man, I'll give this guy a follow. I'll give it the intern a follow. <laughs> man, game respect game, man. You know how it is. It's like, it's like, I feel like it's like looking in the mirror. For like JJ, he looks in the mirror. He's like, I see the greatness in intern Joe. Just, let me just send my man as a follow. And I, I just, like you know, I just like good vibes, man. Like I like good, positive vibes. So if you, if that's what you're putting off, like I'll, I'll respect that and I'll vibe with you. So. Let's do it, man. Let's do it. Speaking of fits, mm-hmm. now we're talking about fits here. So what's tougher? Are you planning a game day fit or are you planning a wine tasting fit? Which is which is harder to prepare mm-hmm. for? That's tough. So I would say like it, it all depends on the time of year for a wine tasting fit. Like I would generally like if I go to like Napa or, you know, France or Italy or Sonoma, I would like it to be cooler weather. So Mm -hmm. I would like to be able to layer a little bit like fall, late winter, early spring, that sort of weather. So I can layer, maybe throw on like a nice Brunello Cuccinelli vest on top. You know what I mean? Uh, Game day is different because like I'm in sport mode. So I feel like Mm -hmm. when I first got in the league, I was like, I would wear suits because that was like the dress code. And then it slowly that dress code sort of like got looser and looser. And so now it's really more just like about feeling comfortable when you walk in the arena. Um, But like 
I remember when I was like in Orlando, we would go on like a West Coast trip, five, six games. I would sit there. My wife called it flat JJ. And I would do like, I would bring so many fucking outfits. I'd be like, all right, I'm going to be in Miami for three nights. So I need an outfit for dinner one night, game night, outfit for the next game. And then, you know, we'd be in LA. I would just do, I would do like, if we were gone for 11 days, I'd have 11 awesome fits, like ready to go. Different fits than what people wear now, but this is like early 2010s. And, and then now like with kids, like it's different, man. So I'm just like, I want to be comfortable when I go to the arena and I don't really want to worry about necessarily putting out like a fit every time I go on a road trip. That's valid. That's valid. Um, so you brought up the kids and you actually, I think it was Halloween a couple of years ago, you dressed up as a Lego figure. How often do you step on Legos around the house? Oh, every day, every day. It is one of the most fresh have you, have you guys if you've ever stepped on a lego you know that it hurts like shit yeah oh um, yeah for we we have a um we have an apartment here and our contractor built us this uh lego table and the oh, middle wow. the, it's like a wooden table decorated looks nice but the middle column sort of slides out and mm-hmm. then you put all the legos in the middle and then you know you can sort of build on the other two edges and I mean, you go up to their room at night to get to put them to bed and you're going to step on Legos. Like it's, it's a hundred percent, by the way, we go all out for Halloween. We've done this for years now. So yeah. like, um, we did, uh, Mario brothers characters one year. Mm-hmm. Um, we did Lego characters last year. We went as the Flintstones. Um, I, I really liked my outfit last year. And then I think we're doing Avengers characters this year. And Ooh, which, was, which, which was the best one, which was like the best costume. Um, Man, I'll put it up. I'll put it up again when you guys come out with the pod. But I, the Mario Brothers was ridiculous. Like it was over the top. Yeah. <laughs> it was over the top. Sentimental. More is more, man. So <laughs> when you dress like a Lego figures, you know what they say? Like, you look good, you play good, feel good. You know, like the whole saying. Yeah, right. You know from personal experience how indestructible those Lego figures are when you step on them and your foot always loses. Did you wear that so you'd be indestructible on the court? <laughs> mm. How'd you I, shoot that day? I, I I think I only took two shots. I made them both. Uh, it was early in my first hey. season at the Pelicans, and I mm-hmm. I wasn't really that involved. It was like the fifth or sixth game of the season. I wasn't completely involved in the offense then. But I, I will say, like I had always wanted to go in character to an NBA game on Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got older in my career, and I just like I gave less and less fucks. So I mm-hmm. I was like trick-or-treating literally that day with my kids on state street in new orleans and uptown we trick-or-treated mm-hmm. for like an hour and a half and then i left them i was like i'm going to the game and they were like are you going to change and i'm like no nah, i'm just going to go like this so i went so that was one of my like goals i had three goals um one was to uh, wear neon shoes in a game because for years i just wore like a white shoe or a black shoe so neon shoes mm-hmm. was one and i accomplished that um dress up in character on Halloween to the game. I did that. And then the third one was wear one of those ninja headbands during a game. Mm. Um, but they like when that became a goal, it was like the year they outlawed them. So I, I never I never accomplished that. No fun league. What was yeah. the deal with the banning the ninja headbands? Like what was know. the reasoning behind that? I don't know. When I play tennis, I wear them. Like I love them. They just they they actually accomplish what they're supposed to do. And they, they look so much better than the like the thick all white ones 
Yeah, same. Every time I play tennis, I always wear the ninja headband. I feel so naked without it. I can never. Bro, never... Joe and I are like the same person. It's, it's weird. Wild. It's like looking in the mirror, man. It's, it's wild. In the mirror. It's wild. Crazy. Well, talking about league fits, I was on the Instagram story yesterday looking at some submitted questions by some of our followers. One of our followers is named JJ Reddick, and he was mm -hmm. asking me to ask his question. So, what was the worst fit that JJ's ever pulled up to the game in? Ooh. Um, yep. I think I think when I look back, my most like embarrassing fit wasn't even to the game. It was to the NBA draft. Oh. And you have to understand at the time, like the baggy, the baggy, not even baggy suits, because they're like baggy suits are back in, but like ill-fitting, oversized, uh, sleeves too long, tail too long, legs too wide. That was the look back then. And all the other guys, there was a company called LV. I don't know if I don't know if it's still is, mm -hmm. is around, but all the other guys were wearing LV suits. And I was like, I'm gonna go something, I'm gonna go something a little slimmer. So I got a Zenya suit, but it legit was like two sizes too big. And so whenever I look at draft photos of myself, I'm I'm embarrassed about it. I'm embarrassed about it. I wish I had, had a better suit on for the, for the draft. And a little more swag. I looked like I wanted to fucking get a job at Morgan Stanley. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, in your next life, you'll just have to do the basketball thing again, I guess. Yes, exactly. Uh, so we have some fashion progression throughout the years for JJ. So mm -hmm. do you have any fashion words of wisdom for a young college student that you can give before we wrap this up? I'm 23, um, by the way, so don't don't give me 23. So Yeah, I would say I would say if that's if that's what you're passionate about, don't get out of it. So one of the one of the things that I've found in my life is that I get like super into something and super passionate about something. And then like I'll basically I don't want to say master it, but I'll learn as much as I need to learn. I'll experience it. I'll I'll build a community in it. And then at some point I'm like, all right, I need something new. And I'm gonna and, but then I always come like watches were like this for me. But like I, I went OD for like eight years and then I had to sell my entire collection and I got out of it. And I wish I had not gotten out of it. You know what I mean? I wish mm -hmm. I just could have scaled it back a little bit. So don't, like, if you're into something, like, you're passionate about it, like, keep doing it. Keep doing it. That would be my advice. I'm not going to give any fit advice because everybody's got to wear what they feel comfortable in. What they, you know, it's putting clothes on, putting a fit on is like putting on armor. It's like putting on, you know, it's like, it's like your exoskeleton. Like, this is, this is part of who I am. And... That's 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 an individual choice to me. That's an individual choice to me. Like I, ro I roll with I roll with the kilts. I'm, I'm de I don't know how y'all oh. feel about the kilts. Like I roll with the kilts. It's Absolutely great. Awesome. awesome. We have yeah. like three straight days of posting kilts on league fits. Yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah, man, that was beautiful. Could you adopt us? <laughs> like, yeah, man. That was that was like I've never felt emotional like recording a league fits <laughs> podcast before. <laughs> I am oh, I am old. I am an old man, so I've got uh got a few things. Yeah. Try parenting, man. Fuck. Every day it's something. It's every day it's something. I believe that. Well, yeah. yo, just want to say, yo, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna ask you though, I you probably talked about this before and you don't have to put this in, but where where did you go to high school in Raleigh? Me? Yeah. I went to Enlow. Enlow, okay. Um I went to Enlow and then I transferred to Panther Creek. Okay. I know Enlow, I don't care. 
Oh, I got you. Panther Creek's in Panther, Panther Creek's a newer school. I think they opened up around when you were drafted. Okay. My, um, but yeah, my nieces are like trying to figure out where they're going to go to high school in that area. And I used to go to Broughton like literally oh, probably you, once a month. I would go during the school day and I would go with Shavlik Randolph and we I just yeah. like go to his classes. And like if he had gym, we would just stay in the gym mm-hmm. afterwards, get shots up. So I did that for like, I probably, my junior and senior year, I probably did that like 10 times. And then okay. he came and visited my high school <laughs> during mm-hmm. my chemistry final. Yeah. Like during the final, the like the last day of school. Wait, where did you like go? In the class. I was at uh, Roanoke, K-Spring. It's okay. like, it's like three hours from Roanoke. But he like, he yeah. came in the class and we were like 20 minutes in the, everybody's just, we said chemistry final, man. It's hard shit. Mm-hmm. Right. And he like raises his hand. He's like, yo, um, does anybody have an extra calculator? <laughs> Because he, <laughs> he wanted to play that snake game on the calculator. <laughs> I it's like, what? Oh, oh my really. gosh. Anyways, hey guys, I appreciate you guys having me on, man. And I love, I yeah. love, the, I love the feed. I love what y'all do, man. It's awesome. Yeah. Nothing Thank you so much, man. Appreciate it, man. Likewise. Yeah. All right. So it happened. The JJ Reddick pod happened. How do you feel, Joe? I feel, you know how there's like BC and then AD? I feel like this is like one of those moments where like time just kind of splits for me. Like now I can live. You know, they say every man has two lives and the second one starts when he realizes he only has one. This is the yeah. second life for me. So let's move forward. Wow. We're definitely cutting that out to put on the Instagram story. <laughs> um, so, uh, current events, Met Gala happened yesterday. We're recording on Tuesday the 14th. Met Gala happened Monday night. Y'all listen to this on Wednesday. Um, Met Gala starting five lineups. Let's compare. All right. We can just go, we can go you, back and forth. I feel like that would be cool. All right. Let's go. Yeah, let's go one by one. Do you have a, like a top five or just a five? No order. No order. All right. So one of mine that's on my list is Pete Davidson. I know a lot of insecure Mm -hmm. men have been in the comments lately about the kilts. Pete Davidson wore a kilt. I think he killed it. He's on my list. One of my favorites. So I guess I'll give that one too. I think that's the only one that you and I have in common. I put Pete too. I had to have a good kilt fit on there. I loved Cuddy. You know, I'm like the biggest Cuddy fan. Um, Especially his makeup was like he looked so good um but i thought pete's kilt fit was slightly superior and pete looked awesome Who'd so you have Cuddy next? didn't make your top five or your five no nah, dude there was just so much range i couldn't yeah. put two kilt fits on to there to segue into my five Cuddy actually made my five i like the mm-hmm. colors i think he was wearing like green and a lot like i love the colors i like the makeup he had like mm-hmm. mascara vibes i feel like he had one of the most outlandish subtle fits ever last night and for that reason and cuddy's cuddy too so for that reason yeah he's on my he's on my second slot he looked awesome if it, yeah. if we were just talking complete looks he'd be on mine because like the makeup the hair like everything together was just exquisite um i had and this feels like such like a basic boy answer like but i had virgil i thought he had the best menswear look um like his little like headpiece just like it it was awesome he looked great and i know that was the basic boy answer and i didn't want to be the guy to to say virgil but 
here I am. It's cool because I have a basic boy answer too. But my third mm-hmm. slot is not basic. I have Frank Ocean on there. I loved his hair. He had neon green mm-hmm. hair. Frank Ocean usually kills it with the hair dye. Also, I think he had one of the hardest props. He had a green mechanical baby, which is yeah. pretty amazing. So I and the that. baby was wearing Homer, his new jewelry yeah. brand. Cool. Yeah, that was cool. Great advertisement. I love it. He's on my third slot. Who do you have? Um, I wanted to put Frank because I just I also love Frank Ocean. Um, but he I already did like a Prada fit the other year, and I that that Prada fit was better. Mm-hmm. But the prop was sick. Um, I had Grimes. Okay. Um, I saw someone on Twitter say that like, because you know how the theme was America, mm-hmm. and she showed up with a sword, and it was like bringing a weapon to an event where it's completely unnecessary to have a weapon might be the most on-brand American theme thing ever. Actually, that would be, um, yeah, the most on-brand American theme ever. <laughs> How American is that? But, yeah. like, the sword aside, I thought Grimes looked, looked awesome. I hear you on that. My fourth, I feel like I had to, we're a basketball podcast. I feel like I needed to put mm-hmm. an NBA player on there. I know a few got invited. I think of those that I got invited, I like Shay's look the best. I know you mm-hmm. guys think I don't like Shay because of the whole league fits thing. But oh, my dripped. God. But I do. Shay Gilchrist yeah. got my fourth slot on there. Who do you have on your fourth? Shay, Shay was cool. He did the floral thing, which is also his NBA draft uh, suit was floral too. And his braids um, are amazing too. So yeah, I had Rosalia. She like straight Rick Owens, Rick like is. straight custom red Rick Owens. Um, and when I die, it'll be in a Rick Owens tomb. So. That's no your, isn't, isn't Rick Owens like your long lost uncle or something? We got some Rick Owens yeah. connection. Rick Owens is actually my father. Mm, that's what it was. He was your dad. Yeah, he he don't know it, but Rick Owens is my dad. So I love that he made a custom outfit for Met Gala. So on brand with the basic boy fit that I previewed earlier, my basic boy fit of the night that's going to make my fifth slot was Mr. Bieber, Justin Bieber. I really oh, liked no, his no, suitcase. no, no. And I think he understands how to put the baggy look together. I love how his like pants sit. He kind of has like that little Jenko jean vibe that we were talking about earlier. But mm-hmm. for like, we're not gonna talk about Haley Bieber. That's different. I think she dropped the ball. But Justin Bieber, I like what he got going on. Plus, I like his VMA fit too. He had like back to back baggy looks. Back-to-back I hate. I hated the VMA fit. What dude? He had a hoodie I thought on. The- he like accepted a award with a hoodie on. I was like, oh, right, the hoodie delicate. and the big fear of God. Like, I get what they were going for, and that can look awesome, but mm-hmm. he didn't. Mm. I thought I didn't think the Beavers had a good weekend, and I love the way both of them dress. You're not getting any Drew House merch. I'm only gonna get the Drew House merch. It's only coming to me. <laughs> you're, the, you're the only one getting the Drew House care package. Um, and then my last one was Hunter Schaefer. Um, she's an actress in Euphoria. She had like the craziest. I don't even. I don't even know what the fuck you call it. I should have planned this before putting this. But she had like this crazy. Y'all just Google it. Hunter Schaefer Met Gala. She had like this crazy thing implanted in her forehead. Like it made. And I love Uzi, but made like the Uzi forehead diamond look like Walmart brand. She oh, just man. like she looked amazing. And then her uh her dress was. It was custom Prada, but it was inspired by like a 1999 fall winter Prada dress. Mm-hmm. Um, and they basically took that and just changed the colors and remade it. It was cool. It was yes. tough. It wasn't big. I wanted to pick like a big luscious dress because there were yeah. so many of those. But 
big accessory guy. So the 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 forehead piece did it for me. All right, so I feel like we both got some good fits here. So that's going to conclude it for our mailbag question of the week. Wrapping up the JJ Reddick episode, highly anticipated. Episode 14 of Survival of the Fit. You know what it is. Thank you guys for listening. See you next week. <laughs>